We're going with Irish horror this week. This is what's happening. Irish uh, horror. This time next week, right? Is Saint this Patrick's time next week is St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Right. So yes, we'll have and... it out for St. Patty's Day. Otherwise, we would have been a day late. Right. With the next cast. So it makes sense to drop this one on y'all now. And, and to be honest, you know, St. Patrick's Day really gets associated mostly with drinking and which is unfortunate because you really should be looking at other fun cultural things about the irish and that's sort of where we <laughs> i think went they down. kind of embrace it though we're going to talk about some of these movies where drinking is central to the plot that's true that's true specifically one of them yeah um but you know what it i personally i get really excited when i see at the start of a movie that it was um Brought to you by the Irish Film Board. Aaron Film Board, yes, yeah. It's, it is, it's, it's unique, like, all right. Has their, its own vibe entirely. Irish horror really yeah. does have its own themes that it deals with. Some really interesting characters. For the most part, they're not overdone. You've seen them maybe speckled in things before. For example, I watched The Hole in the Ground last night, and the old dude in it is the old dude from Braveheart who gets stabbed. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen you since Braveheart, man. I love that guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's its, its own beast. It is, it is. And uh, certainly um, a lot of same thematic uh, things about Irish horror that we were were discussing. Um, Let's let's start talking about, because it's one of the ones I watched most recently, was uh, Wake Woods. Okay. Wake Woods. What did you think? First first set it up for peeps. What was it about? Uh, Yes. Well, it's the Irish Pet Cemetery. (laughs) It is the Irish Pet Cemetery. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, you know, when I, I didn't really uh, look too much into it. I, I read the description. You know, it's about a couple who uh, recently loses their daughter, and then they get the chance to spend three more days with her. And when you watch the movie, you find out that it has a lot to do with the town. Yeah, the, the town of Wakewoods has magic, and it gives you the ability to bring back a recently... Uh, it has to be recent, right? It has to be recently... Oh, this is central to the plot. Yes, yeah, so recently deceased. Year. Yeah, do not lie about this. Uh-uh. But it's if... It's trouble. It is trouble. <laughs> it's, what, it's what the movie is, though. It's what gives us the movie. What do you think, compared to Pet Cemetery? the way their daughter is killed at the beginning of the film, um, compared to how we lose our kid in Pet Cemetery? Yes. So, you know, that's almost where one of the big overlaps is in terms of the pet cemetery because it is a dog that brutally mauls this girl who's adorable at first. They got a happy family. We got it's uh, her birthday. It happens on her birthday. birthday. And the dad is Aiden Gillen. So he was that slimy dude from Game of Thrones that was Uh, Littlefinger. Littlefinger. Thank you very much. And Carchetti on uh, um, The Wire. Oh, Carcetti on the way. And then you had, is it Timothy Spall? He's like kind of the old uh, old dude in the town. He's right, the creepy right. Voldemort minion with the red <laughs> hair, you know, a little, yeah, little yeah. fat dude. So he's yeah. always got great character. And boy, he does. does he represent that United Kingdom uh, set of teeth better than Yes, he else, sure does. Right? He's it's, got it's character like just oozing through him. Exactly. It's part of the, the whole look. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. The very beginning of this movie was cut so fast with very little dialogue, Mm. and it felt very much like a Danny Boyle film for, like, the first 10 minutes. And then it sort of, like, calms down, and you get almost like a – it almost looks like it, like, switched cameras for the rest of the movie. But, you know, it looks like they shot it on video, 
Yeah, maybe to give you that it home video feel. But in a sense, it's almost like their memory, or as right, you kind like of alluded to, perhaps the memory of the girl after she's been brought back of what's happened, or it just I think it's kind of just touching on those traumatic events are really hard to remember sincerely, you know. Yeah, and kind of the fractured nature of of that first sequence kind of points to that because we don't we don't know what's going on in little Alice's head like ever after she comes back. No. Do you think it, it was one of those progressive things where she kind of becomes evil after she's been around for a half a day or whatever? Or did she pop out? Oh, we should talk about how, how they bring him back because right. this is this is some interesting like yeah. pagan stuff going on here. Certainly um, interesting the way they, they, they bring people back. Uh, you you need you need the flesh of someone else. Right. And they they have this other man who lives in the town who who recently died, and man, do they! Oh put my him gosh, through. his death too was grisly. Yeah, killed by <laughs> animals. A cow. That's another thing we didn't mention. Is animals is a big motif throughout some of these Irish horror films. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and in this, I've never seen a steer, uh, like crush a man the way that this right. steer does. Just backs into him. They can't get the gate open. He's kind of asking for it. Yeah, oh yeah, he gets behind the cow. You're like, don't get behind a cow. But not only does he, he gets kind of smushed, but then finally when they get the gate open, the stair adds insult to injury and just grinds him into the ground (laughs) even further. Yeah, Yeah. a vendetta. That cow had a vendetta. It did, it definitely. Well, they they were kind of like poking and prodding it. (laughs) I mean, they were doing a job, I guess. They were. yeah, you you hear the sound of the bones crunching in that moment, and in the moment when they're actually doing the ritual, they they right. put them in like this press, and they 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 crush and grind the, like like he's going through a juicer or something, right. squeezing everything they, out. They, of well, they slather a bunch of weird stuff on it too, right? Didn't they? Put That's a bunch right. Of like weird liquids on it, and it was yeah. above a fire, wasn't it? They had to like cook it, like cocoon it. Was there yeah. a fire there? There was a fire. Yeah, but... I feel like underneath it, and then. Ultimately, they chop off half of it after it's kind of like cocooned up, because right. you do have to put a, a body part or or hair of the deceased that you're trying to bring back. So they had to dig up their little girl to get. That's right. a pretty gruesome scene in itself, digging up the little girl and cutting off her finger. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't see that coming. It was actually it was kind of intense. I would yeah. say I liked yeah. it as a whole. I felt like it, it brought me back to almost the Wicker Man in vibe. Hmm. Uh, I'd say some of the most violent um, horror-esque scenes in the movie are are right there, where you're you're almost. Um, it, it wasn't the violence of the little girl later; it, it's the violence that the rebirth is. Right. The little girl's uh, pretty violent, though. And okay, this is another thing that kind of. I mean, the pet cemetery. We're talking about location and the significance of the location, and you have to bury. Uh, the bodies in that pet cemetery to bring them back. Right. But in this one, that's not the case. You got the voodoo going on above ground, but then they're constricted to this town, this Wakewood. They can't. Correct. The, the recently reborn, the resurrected cannot leave that area. Essentially, right. like can't go past the new windmills. Is there any significance there? What's up with the uh, hydraulic uh, wind-powered turbines that represent the border? To me, I think it was. Um modern culture i think 
the idea that that they had these massive windmills there, which they show in the very beginning, they they jumped out to me. And I'm like, oh, look at yeah. all those w- wind turbines, and I think it it has, uh, yeah, it, it's that you you cannot go, you know, in, into the present if you want your daughter. You you must um, sort of become one of us, stay in this town, and leave the 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 outside world behind if you want to see your daughter for three days. Yeah, I could see that. It might also be like pointing to just like, you can't go back sort of thing is the underlying mm. like theme of what's going on. There's no going back. The wind blows and it, it can't go blow backwards. You know what I mean? Okay. And when you try yeah. and capture that. it, capture that kind of naturalness, you are then creating something that is foreign and potentially problematic. Because it's, it's certainly a blight on the Irish landscape. I certainly am pro wind power, but the argument <laughs> yeah. people have is that they look like yeah. shit. They and are a bit of an eyesore. Compared to, you know, Ireland's beauty, they are not all that good looking. Yeah. Sacrifice there. They should have built them out of wood. <laughs> yeah, Don Quixote style. <laughs> the Don Quixote good. version, yeah. Um, so we're dealing with here, like in a couple of these other films, a kid that you expect to be one thing that's turning out to be another. That sure is essentially yeah. a changeling. We're going to talk about changelings later. Mm-hmm. But they, even when the town brings it back, you're going to have three days. You're going to be able to get over it um, and really say your goodbyes. It's meant to be a good thing. It's but meant then... to be a good thing. However, it, it's, um, <laughs> it, it's that part of you that should probably have just let it be. Because, yeah, it's not going to be the same. Your daughters, they even say part of like as a warning, they're going to be, they're not going to remember everything. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, she she wakes up back in the house. She's like, the house is strange. Did I really just sleep through the entire trip to this new house? Because they moved from the town where she was mauled. Um, and I don't know. At first it felt like maybe she was Okay. You think yeah. she's putting on an act, huh? Did she know uh, what she was until the old lady kind of tested her? I yeah, that's that's a great question, and and you know you might need to watch it a second time to see if there's any clues there because I thought she was um, you know happy happy go lucky until the the old woman kind of questions her. But and after that, then she's she's flaying the dog that they just adopted too, right? Didn't right. she flay it? Yeah, completely removed its its hide. Like, can I just say one one thing though? So they get their daughter back after having like recently lost her, and one of the games they decide to play with her is hide and go seek. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, yes. poor choice, poor right. choice. You just lost your daughter. Let's go play hide and seek in the woods, and they lose her. Yep. And that happens yeah. in other Irish horror that we've watched as well. You don't let the kids into the woods. On don't own. let the kids into the woods by themselves. Not, not a wise idea. Another kind of hiccup for me in this one was ultimately you have, you know, this uh, Timothy Spall, Arthur, uh, granddaddy of the town coming in there who's offering this in like Rumpelstiltskin-esque sort of deal. Um, That's true. And you have our, our father figure is like, what? That's silly. That's that's no such thing as bringing back a kid. And he's like, well, you should ask your wife. Yeah, he does. And she's like, all right, well, let's do it then. You know, it just... It, it <laughs> he was quick. Yeah, he was quick to... 
He was he easily sold on this. Uh, uh, however, he was so quick to to try to get rid of all of his daughter's belongings too. By the way, mm. oh, he had everything cool packed up, ready to go. Like he was ready to move on. He he said, I think he even said something like, "It's a, it's a black hole in here or something." Like it's just you know, uh, the yeah, memories. We yeah. don't really know what they were doing when she died. Was the mom a pharmacist then? She must have been because it's only been a year that's passed, right? I was trying mm-hmm. to think if there's any significance to the jobs that they then take in the town of Wakewood after the after the daughter is gone. Right. But one can assume that she was a pharmacist. But do you think he was like a farmhand working with animals? I think he was a vet. I personally think he was a vet if he's able to cut into the side of a cow and remove a calf from its, I mean, I mean, I don't know if that's a farmhand uh, trick there. Oh, that was intense. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that was one of the more violent. With what you're saying and that he's able to kind of move on in a way that the mother isn't, that's a little stereotypical, but the fact that he then, his job is tending to animals that is the, what's responsible for his daughter's death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Because even in the end, I mean, well, let, let's really quick, let's talk about all her slicing and dicing when she does embrace the demon that's inside of her. <laughs> right. What did you think about some of her means of murder? Ah, man. Was it a hoe? Did she use a hoe in that old lady? Yeah, night? there was that. I'm trying to actually go back through the kill scenes in my head and... She goes yeah, they the weren't geezer folks, you know. I, She's not... I'll say this about the the overall um, style of horror in the movie because I believe this was Hammer Horror, um, which is an old UK uh, production. They, hmm. you know, they're the ones who did all they the revitalization of all the um, the classic Universal monster movies during the sixties and seventies, oh, okay. and I think they produced this. And I really think that they leaned into the the style of the old horror where you don't really see – you saw more violence happening to the animals than you did to the humans. It was one of those classic old That's horror – That's true, yeah. Like even when the, the man gets crushed by the cow, you're really not – you're seeing like his face and his expressions. And then you cut to the shot of the ground of the blood on the ground. That's a good point. So yeah. going – to connect that to the to the the child uh, murder scenes, yeah, I I mean, they seem sort of like yeah, like old seventies eighties horror where you're not really seeing a lot of the action. Uh, you kind of well, there was I mean, toward the end, I feel like when she rips the woman's heart out, though, that's happening pretty. <laughs> intimately yeah, and she like fishes up into it, like she knows exactly where she's going to. By the way. <laughs> She does. She she's up into it. She's her hand. Yeah, she's like, uh, yep, cavity. there it is. Pluck. <laughs> Yoink. Yeah. Um, and then she she really kind of takes down her dad there before that even happens. Because he's carrying her on her back after he thought he had killed her with right. the tranquilizer or the poison. Or it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is another moment where he had gone to, he gets called off to a, a, a job because he has right. to. And, um, an injured My animal. people that know this is his last day with his daughter, too. Like, no, we need you to come take <laughs> yeah, care of her. <laughs> just so rude. Like, I mean, last of your third days some... with your dead daughter before she has to get put back into the ground. But would you mind coming over and put one of these cows out of the it's misery? Pretty place? important. And he's loading up the, um, the syringe. Right. And that guy 
questions it and he's like no the animal's too big even then he's like oh no i could use this on my daughter <laughs> i know everyone you can tell so this weird. was going through his head then oh especially because i think he knew that the daughter had mauled that cow that he was going to put down yes yeah and do you, think, do you he... think that the people that called him there had known that it was likely her i don't think so okay i don't think so i don't think so yet at least I think it was more like the father, like, oh, I got to cover my daughter's uh, tracks type of a thing. Right. Another big uh, reoccurring thread does also happen, this one, in the, the ground. At the end, the mother gets sucked right. into the ground after sucked they finally right do in. take care of the kid. Um, and she's kind of half buried. Oh, it's a really weird, interesting. I kind of liked it scene where she's putting the daughter to bed after she's kind of been dispatched properly we're going to put you to sleep now and she's mm -hmm. like instead of putting covers over like tucking her in she's tucking her into the dirt yeah like spreading yeah. the dirt on her like Good it's night. a blankie uh, yeah and then of course she gets sucked in and she gone right and then of course we have our end obviously if you're listening to this you're getting spoiled left and right yeah we're gonna spoil the ending right now here for, here for <laughs> we you we got to we have to because did, did you like the end where he, he's gonna bring back his wife now for a three-day oh, so adventure that to me implies that we knew exactly like where the yes yes the daughter pulls the mother down into the ground but they're 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 they could have they could have tried to save her then because they know I, I, my my first impression was when I'm seeing this, it was reminding me of like um, Freddy versus Jason when he pulls the mask oh. down into the into the earth. <laughs> but good. I'm thinking, oh man, that that mom's gone. She's gone forever. And you know, a year later or whatever it is, they're just able to dig her up. So it was just in that same spot. Well, don't you think they specifically? Well, what, I mean, this is what just is so ludicrous, right? Because she comes back and now. It was mentioned that, oh, she was probably pregnant and she got pregnant the first night that the kid's back because now the right. parents' depression has van vanquished for a second and they, they get it on. So in theory, she gets pregnant that night, but the kid knows she's pregnant two days later or whatever. So she's got to have been brought back nine months later and had been like building that baby in the underground you know what i'm saying i guess I, that was kind of a big leap for me because suddenly she's only back for three days but she's got a full baby in the belly and he's it's mature enough that he can cut it out that he, yeah. that's the that's where we're left our little cliffhanger there he says or it doesn't say but it's we get the scalpels there on the table and it's insinuated that he's going to bring out uh the baby and maybe that can live past the three days even if right and he looks right into the camera a very thriller Michael Jackson ending where he just looks right. <laughs> he doesn't turn right to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's better than just get, having her getting sucked in, and that that was that, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my point was is just that everyone must have just been like, "Yo, you gotta let her, you gotta let your wife stay in that hole, man." Yeah, they should have. I mean, that town should know better. You know what I mean? That to be yeah. allowing this to happen, anyways. I, I'm just surprised that they even let him bring his wife back. <laughs> I know after the first This ordeal, didn't go well for you the first time, but we're going to let you try it again. Especially after he couldn't be trusted because he straight up lied about how long his daughter died. How long? Yeah. You know, it'd be one thing if like if his wife was 11 the one months. had kind of like lied. And, but I don't know. In a way, it kind of felt like, like the feminine characters were vil vilified when we think yeah. about gender roles in it more than the guys were. That's I, true. I, I feel like she got she got more of the responsibility. She's the one that really wanted to bring him back. 
and then she comes back and now she's on board with having the demon spawn be left into the world is that going to be able to walk outside of wakewood these are questions that we'll never know the answers no we never will i guess i'm okay with it yeah me too me too it was a fun watch yeah no i yeah i liked it i mean i could see forgetting it in 10 years rewatching and enjoying it again you know yeah yeah it's one of those ones that you know it has chops not gonna make my best of lists but it's got some moments i think this is uh, a good transition is to now talk about the hole in the ground the hole in the ground uh because this is also about uh well this is about a mother like going to live in the country you know which uh, to go back to wakewood like why did they move out there in the first place were they trying to get away you know the idea here is you move out to the to the irish countryside and you don't know what's going to happen right. because you don't know what they practice out there. Exactly. That happens in the Hallow, too. That's how the Hallow starts as they move out to the country. Okay, and, there you go. And ultimately, the other one we're going to talk about um, is was that, that trippy one. What is it? Not Don't Leave Home. The one with where they take all the shrooms, but it's not shrooms. Okay. Because he goes out to the country to kind of research the wake. It's not Wakewood. It's another woods one. What's, oh. Uh, without name without name yeah right? yes without name which is actually the name of a wooded area that doesn't have a name for a reason <laughs> uh, i'm gonna well but yeah we'll go back to that one in a second but yes the hole in the ground once again woman escaping it sounds like an abusive relationship with her yeah. husband yeah wants a fresh start slow things down move out to the countryside with her son who's a brat even before he's a changeling yeah. <laughs> right he's a brat before he was a changeling calls his mom a liar left and right but she yeah. knows what a bratty is so when he does come back as a changeling he's kind of sweet as a button she's like uh-uh this ain't my kid my kid's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like that episode of the simpsons where like there's the two bards and you're like wait a minute you've got the good bard <laughs> <laughs> why yeah. do you care it looks just like your kid <laughs> Uh, I liked I liked this one a lot, and I thought it, the way that it was filmed was gorgeous. Oh, like the opening shot. sequence, yes. the way they played with duality, especially even just that opening sequence when she's driving in the town with the kid, and it's like an upside down shot. It was almost reminiscent of what they do in Candyman in the urban area, but yeah. they did it in uh, the rural zone. I just I thought it was gorgeous to watch. Yeah, well, it kind of reminded me of the, like the intro to The Shining as well. You know, just like those yes. beautiful, yes. just yeah, sweeping. Yeah, um, of the shining for sure. And she was but, good, right? I hadn't seen her before. I thought the mother was pretty solid. She was. She was. The, the, yeah. The, uh, well, the little boy, you know, this can, this is kind of <laughs> not every child actor is oh, really good, and I thought he was actually pretty good. I thought he was too. Who 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 would you be more scared of, this kid or Macaulay Culkin and the Good Son? <laughs> Macaulay Culkin and the Good Son. There was just something in his eyes. He was the scariest for sure. <laughs> Um, another changeling thing but yeah i'd love to talk about just why are the irish so obsessed with changeling because in the hallow too you have another situation it's a baby instead of a kid where it's not talking back so you don't know as overtly as you do in this one um well in, in irish folklore and i think this is like probably maybe all of the uk is that they believed that i believe it was the fairies would come and take your child and swap it out with another child. 
and I and I think that's just probably been in in like their their stories. Uh, I I imagine passed down from generation to generation until we we see it, it, it in their probably, film work. It probably might precede like their conflict with the British, but I'm just thinking like even going back to Scotland and I Ireland have kind of a kinship in the way that they've been mm -hmm. subjugated by the UK or like, yeah. England specifically. The crown and how ultimately they've been bred out in some cases. You know what I mean? So it's like. Uh, Prima Nocte and, and Braveheart. I can't believe this is becoming Braveheart. so Braveheart-centric. <laughs> but ultimately, the, the power then comes in there and is able to uh, supplant the future, you know, right, through your right. through breeding and stuff. So to me, I kind of saw, like, these anxieties of, oh, the Irish people are, are not allowed to perpetuate their own people because right. there's always these powerful entities that are controlling that future. I don't know. That was just something that was popping in my head, and I was, I was seeing why is there so much changeling business? But I think you're right that it also does go back to probably folklore that precedes even mm -hmm. what was going on there, and the pagan stuff, of course. What What did you think of the um, the neighbors, um, the the woman who uh, kind of like sets the story like into motion, or don't they almost uh, hit that woman? Oh, the woman that she almost yeah. becomes, essentially. Yes. Yes, this is the, the actor from Braveheart's wife, where the <laughs> same thing had happened to her, uh, where their kid disappeared, came back, and now was different. And only a mother could tell. Like, the dad was kind of in denial about it. But what was interesting about this is we never really saw it when then she's kind of cracking up and thinking that her, the same thing happened to her son, our main character. And she goes to him and shows him the picture that she'd taken because yeah. apparently it's a la the ring where there's some distortion on the picture that demonstrate that they're not human. Right. 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 But that's never really shown. I mean, it, it must be really subtle because he looks at it for a long time and says, I don't see anything. <laughs> I don't see anything. But she was freaky. His wife, who was completely bonkers, yes. who, who, killed the changeling of her own son and didn't have the wherewithal to go find out what happened to him like she does here at the end um she set the tone man i, I thought she yeah. was a great beacon of horror for sure uh, but to be clear the old man that you're talking about from braveheart, braveheart is james cosmo who okay. yeah who uh, was also in game of thrones Ah, okay, that makes sense. But was also in another Irish film I watched this past week. But the the crazy thing is he's Scottish. Oh, okay. He just finds his way. I mean, the UK is filled with a right. ton of amazing actors. So you got a chance to work with James Cosmo. James Cosmo, well, you're going to do it. I mean, yeah, the Irish and the Scots definitely have that kinship where they've been trying to break free. So, yeah, that makes sense. He's great, too. He's always he like, the way he whipped he down is. that camera. Oh my he's kind of, he, not to compare everything to Pet Cemetery, but he's kind of like the Fred Gwynn old man mm. character in Pet yeah. Cemetery, the neighbor who sort of just gives you your exposition and set things in motion. And... Yeah, considerable archetypal uh, symmetries there. Yeah, you're right. What did did you like the creature design at the end? So she's yeah. finally susses out. This ain't my kid. She has in this great hole. test for him. First of all, she determines. Oh, wait a minute. I'm gonna, he, she tells him, I'm going to make your favorite food. She comes out spiders. with... Spiders. Oh, yes. That's right. He hated <laughs> spiders. Next thing you know, he's walking around like a spider on the ground eating spiders. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly he likes 
grated Parmesan cheese when he didn't before. <laughs> what a weird kid. <laughs> You're not my son. Yes. But the, I mean, the, the best moment was uh, they had this little game where they count down from three and then they give each other funny faces. And yeah. she says, okay, we haven't done this in a while. She goes, three, two, one. And the kid just blankly staring at her. That to me was one of the scariest scenes in the movie. That was film. creepy. For you sure. Can see it registering with her and like, I'm not crazy. This is something else. Yeah. Um, and to have that in your house, that's that to me is why the hole in the ground is was probably one of the scarier ones we watched. Mm -hmm. And that when something can permeate your most comfortable zone without you knowing it. Yeah. Uh, to get to the to the ending though. Oh yes. The, the whole I, faces. I liked the the set. I liked the underground set. Mm -hmm. I'm just not so sure this all worked out like as far as like the whole film goes it kind of went off the rails here i agree she's... i mean the way she's it took her 10 minutes to crawl one direction and then like two seconds to crawl back yeah. while dragging the kid yeah and she literally yeah. she takes like a little siesta in there for a moment while she's initially <laughs> yeah. crawling like what is going on here i thought she was yeah. stuck but no she's just tired she's, she's just sleepy in the hole in the ground but I thought the creatures were cool. I really, uh -huh. really liked the way that they looked because I'd never seen a changeling that just has to touch you to become you. I liked yeah. that a lot. I thought yeah. that was really powerful. I did find it weird, though. They're coming at her all vicious, like they're going to hurt her. But right. when she's touched by one of them and it becomes her, again, you just have the blank stare. It's like something seems to metamorphosize in them to put make them a little human or something. Right. Because why wasn't it attacking her? I mean, and then she was able to just take it down. I don't know. But I don't know. And then what? Yeah. It was a bit confusing. <laughs> it was. Well, I still, nevertheless, I really liked it. It's worth it just for the the beauty, you know? Absolutely. The cinematography is amazing. So. Very enjoyable movie. And, you know, this is like a world that they could probably expand on. I'm not saying we need a sequel, but you could. Unlike Wakewoods, this one could use a sequel. Yeah. And, and like the actual hole in the ground is pretty cool too. That was yeah. a great shot. And okay, explain this to me because when she first calls him out, he beats her up or whatever, throwing her, throwing her around the kitchen, a little ludicrous, whatever. Right. I can take that. Um, but what I liked and was confused by at the same time was that he then drags her out. And it's the most iconic promo shot you see is the kid there standing or he kind of passes out after doing because he's he's been sedated by her before he beat her up. Like right, he takes right, her right. outside, digs a hole just for her head, yeah. puts it in there, and then covers up her head. Not unlike what we see happened in Wakewood at the end too, with this idea of like getting back the into the ground as yeah. this connective force or deconnective force. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's a really, really compelling image. That that right there. The, yeah, very creepy. Shots. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. But I, I was like, is he now trying to turn her? Is is that a way for him to like, here I got a face for you, my buddy changelings? Right. Was he trying to instead it? of having to go through the whole hole? Was he trying to just do a shortcut? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Know. Maybe he would have kept going, but he did. He was sedated, right? So he did pass mm -hmm. out. So we don't know how far he went down with it. I guess. Yeah, that's that's probably it. That's probably it. Uh, I would just want to talk briefly about the Hallow, unless you had anything else to say about the whole. No, movie. no, and I haven't seen the Hallow. 
Uh, it, it's awesome. It was really fun. I think I like the hole in the ground better because it's more artistic, but the hallow is more of a nonstop horror thriller and you got right. multiple creature features and they're like mossy black venomous sort of looking things. Um, where again, you have a couple going out to the country, the guys messing around in the woods too much and it pisses off the fairies. Um, <laughs> and they start just harassing him and his wife. It's almost like The Strangers. It has a lot of The Strangers vibe in it. Yeah. But instead of, you know, psycho serial killers, it's these fairies saying, get the hell out of our territory. You don't belong here. And then, of course, they swap babies. There's a baby swap. <laughs> but it was enjoyable. I'll definitely I, check that out. I mentioned yeah. this before, but when, when I visited Ireland in August, we actually watched that one there. So that's the only oh, Irish cool. horror I was able to watch in ireland and i enjoyed it it was really unique okay that has a um i'm trying to remember the uh that well the director corn hardy um did the nun oh that yeah. makes sense okay yeah i think he was james wan must have really liked him it's visually awesome. You'll recognize Michael Smiley is in it, and the way he's dispatched is he, you've seen him probably in Black Mirror. He's all over the place. He's in Kill List, one of my favorite horrors of all time. He's the buddy in Kill List. Um, the, the cast is great. It's definitely worth a look, and it's not that old. 2015 we're talking about here. Sure. Uh, I think it probably fell under a lot of people's radar. So Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's just it. But it's the, the poster. If you look at the poster, you're like, I've seen that. I maybe have like on Shutter, gone over it. I just haven't mm. watched it. It's an interesting poster for sure. It is because he's actually carries a, a scythe at one point because it is a farm. So he's actually, he's using that to cut the grass or whatever. Right, right. Um, but then then because fire is one of their weaknesses, does become a useful tool. They use it as a little flame scythe, which is not something you've seen before. No, that, yeah, that's that's <laughs> the image on the on the poster. Exactly. But yeah, that's another changeling one, and I definitely would recommend it. One I would not recommend, however, and I couldn't even get through, and I wanted to, and apparently it has won some stuff at South by Southwest. And I didn't not like the performances. I just was not compelled by um, the story. Is one called Don't Leave Home from 2018. Um, totally. It's about an American artist, but it's actually an Irish woman pretending to be an American, you can kind of tell. And she makes these artistic dioramas. So this horrible occurrence happened on this property in Ireland that she's brought in to recreate the diorama. And one big part of that diorama is this big Virgin Mary statue. Um, but it becomes a little too... Uh, granted, I didn't finish it. I got about halfway through before I, we had to abandon it because it was just... It was, it was kind of painful. Um, because there was a lot of talk about just the light being scary and like then they said well, what do you think was in that light that moved strangely one of them was like oh i think it was grace it just had a little bit too much of a religious undertone yeah. it wasn't working for me in terms of horror so we had to bail yeah i mean that sounds kind of boring <laughs> yeah it was boring i think is the right way and granted you didn't see the end maybe it really picks up i mean right now it's only got a five out of ten on IMDb, so I guess that's not the worst, but yeah, not for me. But another one that we both did watch is Without Name. Did you see the with? You did see Without Name, right? 
I now I'm confused. I don't know if I have actually. So without name is about uh, the guy who goes. He's a he's a um, not a prospector, but what are the guys who uh, measure the land? A surveyor. Surveyor. Yes. Yeah. Did you see this one? No. Okay. Okay. Ultimately, this one also has stuff involving the shimmering light, but really in this one, it's it's better because it's shot so much better. It's just so much sleeker, um, and it has a much more nefarious uh pseudo villain if you will uh so this guy goes out to do a job to survey this land of this no-name woods um of course his equipment starts to get messed with and he thinks it's like locals and he finds this uh one guy who's at the bar who does a lot of shrooms so then he does shrooms with this guy and then this girl who's his student um, from the city comes and is helping him with the landscaping and she's great because i don't know if you're watching um, that new show by Ridley Scott on HBO right now, Raised by Wolves. But she's yeah, yeah. one of the two female leads. She's not the robot female lead. She's the human female lead who had her face completely mm-hmm. um, reconstructed. Mm-hmm. Reconstructed, yes. She's in it as like the secondary lead next to the dude. And she's she's really compelling in it. They're, they're all pretty good. But at the heart of this, ultimately, is the woods and the shrooms combined make this guy go bonkers because it's attached to this uh, mythical past where he then loses track of his own self. His family has to come looking for him. But what's really interesting and only because I've recently been watching nature documentaries is it kind of, it kind of goes too artistic in what it does toward the end in that He's done this, like, he found this book from the previous guy who went crazy in the lodge that he's at that kind of puts together this perfect concoction of shrooms and plants that he takes. And then, like, he's able to see anything in the woods where, because in the subterra, there's fungus. So if a tree is getting hurt somewhere, like, the whole forest knows about it. Oh, interesting. That's cool. It is, it's, philosophically, it's very cool. I'm not sure, uh, uh, mainstream audience is going to get what what's happening because it really gets uh convoluted i guess at the end <laughs> if i if i hadn't seen that the nature doc i'm not sure i would have known what was going on but ultimately he becomes part of the woods too and then is able to like go anywhere and see his family trying to find him and his ex-lover or whatever trying to find him and they do find his body naked in the woods but he's still in it and alive and he can see the other guy who did the same thing with the concoction. Um, it's psychological horror, like mm. done pretty well. I just I thought it was unique, but the end, uh, like the last two minutes, is just tree branches like flashing at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that so kind of reminds me of the movie, <laughs> the movie um, from the Earth. It kind of reminds me of that very psychedelic and yes. nature yeah yeah toward the end it definitely gets too psychedelic. <laughs> well the other um I'll, I'll still check it out just because i i really like that title and i like that idea the name of the woods is without name the um the 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 movie i mentioned a, a moment ago that also has james cosmo uh the scottish actor from game of thrones it's it's movie it's a movie called uh outcast from 2002 10 and it has a lot to deal with magic it's about a um a mother and a son who are on the run and take up shelter in this like 
apartment complex. Um, and the mother, you could tell, uh, actually the mother is played by, I think her name is Kate, um, Kate Dickey. And she's also from Game of Thrones, but you would know her more from the movie The Witch. She's the mother from the movie The Witch. Oh, yes. The yeah, she's fantastic. Be chomping on her. Yeah, okay. she's so good. And she's the mother. She takes her son. Um, the son's name is like Fergal. Fer, I forget. It's a terrible name. But they're they're in hiding all uh, this whole time from the the father. You find out wants to come and kill the son and like take his body and skin. And um, but the weird thing is, this whole movie takes place in Scotland. Hmm. Uh, so it's an Irish movie with Irish actors. Takes place in Scotland because that's where they're hiding out. But it was it was it was cool. The um, the boy falls in love with this this girl while he's there. The mom like forbids it, so it's got like a little bit of a romance story there, and it's told completely like with magic. It, it was it was fun, and um, it was the Irish film board for film board was on that one as well. Okay, well, since you brought up uh, something where you're gonna we're kind of mixing cultures. I watched today a American horror film set in Ireland. Okay. And granted, all but this core family of a, a father, uh, his wife, and their two kids, one of which the boy gets eaten by the notorious Rawhead Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I had never heard of this. I think maybe I'd oh, seen yeah. on Sea Monsters, you post a, a picture of him like a year or two ago. Yeah. Uh, but this creature feature is bananas like it's absolutely insane just to try and describe what this um rawhead rex looks like it's like a bigfoot combined with um what's it bebop bebop, bebop from teenage mutant ninja with turtles sure, sure. Uh, it's ridiculous and as i noted before you could really you could see the lines on the mask the teeth didn't like move and they looked really rubbery uh it it was so absurd um as known as you i wish i had been drinking or something with it because i think i would have had more fun than watching it stone cold uh sober but even so it was i got through it i got through it compared to don't leave home um, right but it's it's really campy and again we're dealing with um the ground the earth the legacy of the land in this one which the subtext of Rawhead Rex, I think, is is considerably more complex than what the surface lets on. It was written by Clive that's, Barker. I was going to say that's because it was written by Clive Barker. Yes, I really think it's uh, it's anti-religious, anti-Catholic, hmm. even more than I anything hope. else is what's going on, um, because you have th- this priest character who then starts worshiping Rawhead Rex, um, and he gets baptized by Rawhead Rex. Uh, mm-hmm. by Rawhead Rex whizzing on him. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it is <laughs> unlike anything I'd seen before, but um, I, I don't regret watching it. And, and the only American characters are, the, are this guy who's going over there to literally study uh, holy spots and what was going on in these like places where churches were laid before the churches were laid there and most of the time it had some pagan significance that was a precursor (laughs) of of the catholic churches um i mean granted in the end the the spoiler alert 
they have to find this totem thing mm-hmm. that of turns out to be like looks like a fertile woman sort of gray stone really um and when our main american tries to take him out with this nothing happens it's not until his wife comes and picks it up that like oh my gosh we got lightning popping out of every <laughs> gravestone now um but if you want the most gratuitous kissing scene i've ever seen in a movie ever where they're trying to make it look sexy and it's just the most cringe worthy smooch session it's oh, this boy. one and it's the american and his wife walking down the streets of this town wrath wrathwood i want to say it is it's wrath okay. something wrathmore wrathmore um and it they're so they have no chemistry and it's so <laughs> dis, the casting is absurd and that she looks yeah. like she's much older than him and wait are they walking and kissing at the same time they stop and okay i was gonna say because that's she, very she tries to be sexy and is like doesn't do well and then you can see the froth on both of their mouths it, it was really really a kissing scene you can't miss because of how ingraining it was yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to get you a clip of that one because oh boy <laughs> But yeah, that as, as I was noting to you before, not a comedy per se, but if you go into it looking at it like it's a comedy, it's worth watching. If you're taking sure. it as a straight yeah. creature feature, you're going to be very, very disappointed. Um, and even because I think it's 1986, even though yeah. you've got the beautiful Irish landscape, it just feels really dull. Yeah. I know you said it was remastered, but the greens are I not think... green. They're very grayish. It's it's not. It doesn't really portray Ireland in a, in a beautiful way at all. Yeah, I think they, they, like, this past year, it just was, like, remastered in 4K. So maybe it's worth rewatching it that way. Just for the creature design alone. It's like, it's like they describe him as eight foot tall, but you could, it's obviously like a 5'5 five, five man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> On stilts. Yeah, not even. They don't even try that hard. It's, yeah. It's, it's did, you, did you happen to see um, Stitches? No. I tried to find it. I couldn't find it. Okay, because that one is one of those just fun slasher type of a a take. More like a a midnight movie. You know, you would put this on at midnight, and it's about a clown that these kids, they tie his shoelaces together, and that's how he ends up, like, dying. And then he comes back years later to, like, take these kids out. And and it's, I hate to say that it's fun, but it's fun. Wait, wait, explain to me they tell you tie their shoelaces together what 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 do you mean yeah the, the boys the clown stitches they at the birthday party they tie his shoelaces together oh, as a prank okay and he falls and, and he gets <laughs> and he dies okay all right all right all right yeah and then like six uh, years it's like it's like, like a is horror scary looking or what's the deal yeah like yeah and his like his or? eye has been like removed and he's got like this scar over his eye and it's a it's a fun take on a, a clown that you're like you kind of like you're rooting for him <laughs> an irish clown yeah yeah stitches wow how do they play up the space to be as ireland utilized um or is it kind of an afterthought it's it's kind of an afterthought it, it is more about like more of a suburban like okay it kind of if you've not, I've never been to Ireland, but it kind of makes me feel like, oh, you know, this is just like a little slice of the suburban life and, uh, you know, a kid's birthday party. Fair. But yeah, right. it's, it's, it's worth watching if you can get your hands on it. 
Stitches, and you said you'd seen Shrooms too, which we had just I've seen Shrooms. About I haven't seen Shrooms. What's the premise? Like, shrooms is more about like kids in the woods take a bunch of psychedelic uh, mushrooms, and then they start just getting like knocked off one at a time. But oh. they're they're all under like this, you know, drug induced mushroom, uh, whatever you want to call it, worthwhile adventure. <laughs> Is it worth a yeah, look it's or? been a while since I saw that one in the theater, and I just remember oh, at the time, maybe not enjoying it as much. And I should probably give it another shot. Fair, fair. Um, we did want to mention I haven't seen it for a minute, but I really loved Byzantium. This is a vampire film, um, a mother-daughter vampire film, which is rare, um, and also directed by Neil Jordan, who did Interview with the Vampire. So I, I remember really enjoying the aesthetic of it on a neon going on in it. it yeah. A good noir feel to it. Maybe more dramatic vampire than super horror, but it like a, a let the right one end sort of vibe, I would say more mm -hmm. than, or even interview with a vampire and hardcore horror vamp. Um, but beautiful, beautiful movie. Another one. Yeah. I was going to say, wow, you don't really hear about Irish vampire stories, but reminded me that one of the other movies on my list that I mentioned to you was boys from County hell. Oh Yeah. And that one is really fun. And they like, <laughs> they dig up, accidentally dig up like a vampire. And then it just starts, you know, feeding on them. It's super fun. Speaking of bloodsuckers, this is one we both watch. Oh, yeah. Grabbers, baby. Yeah, the oh, last yeah. ones we're going to talk about right quick here is uh, the funny ones, the funny horror. Yeah. Um, the grabbers take the cake. I don't know. I couldn't decide between Grabbers and Extraordinary, which I thought was funnier. You know, but... I, I have to say that I really enjoyed um, Grabbers more. Yeah. Uh, just the, the, the premise was so original, so good, and yet, you know, poking fun at this stereotype of the Irish culture that, you know, that they're <laughs> – well, the idea is you can't – like. It was, they're aliens that basically try to suck the blood out of the humans, but they they can't suck the blood out of a human that has consumed a ton of alcohol. So they, the, the town decides at their pub that they have to stay drunk. Uh, no point two. They have to be yeah. at least point two levels of uh, intoxication. And no one seemed to have a real problem with it. It was just fun. No, that's it what's so funny is the, is the town initially doesn't really know what's going on. All they tell right. them is, Guys, uh, we're going to celebrate this cop's arrival uh, and her departure. <laughs> She's only there temporarily. Yeah. Uh, and then just the whole, they're like free free bar, then they're all there and get wasted. Oh. Uh, yeah, the one, so the much one guy, fun. he only had a couple pints, and he got his head popped off. So <laughs> yeah, that's, you, you really come on, have to guy. Through. We've made um, it clear, you've just got to stay drunk. Such a fun cast, though. Oh, yeah. As you mentioned, who, who's the main cop we got here? He's a drunk cop. So he's kind of the one where they figure out why uh, yeah. he wasn't killed when this thing sucks on his face. A la, it's kind of like a squid, alien-esque sort of face Tentacle, thing. yeah. But yeah. bright blue. I don't know about the right. color design of it. That was the only thing that kind of threw me. But since it is comedy-esque, yeah. I, I, was, I was able to run with it. Right. Um, and the uh, big one is legitimately scary. It has eyes within eyes. Yeah. Um, Fun, good... fun creature design. Definitely. Uh, yeah, but the main actor, he, um, you might recognize him. Like, I, I saw this movie, I don't know, maybe four years ago or whatever it was. And at that point, I had never seen him in anything. And then you watch Chilling Adventures of uh, 
of Sabrina, and he's the, the headmaster on that show. Completely right. different role. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, he, he's really, really great. He's awesome. So is the, the main girl in it. She's been in Ted Lasso and mm-hmm. and Humans and The Fall. Um, but I also really love this actor who plays the nerd scientist. He was in that recent HBO miniseries, Years and Years. Uh, he's kind of got, got ears that pop out. Oh, years yeah. and Years was the show, but his ears kind of pop out. Russell Tovey. Um, he played a really fun nerd where he was the one that was fighting against calling these monsters grabbers. Right. This old <laughs> crotchety guy was the first one to find. He's like, hey, I'm the one that found it. I, why are you calling it? Well, I'm, I'm the discoverer, damn it. Uh, so yeah, that's, very fun. fun. It was it was an all around good movie, and it's yeah. rewatchable too. This should be a movie that like you watch every year on St. Patrick's Day. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, and then the other, and the comedy, other one, yeah, the one you mentioned was um, extraordinary. There's a space in between the two words, though. Even though they're not supposed to be extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> And this is this was such a fun movie as well. Um, the the main actor I I'm, was not familiar with her, but she no. was so charming. Yeah. The um, the what idea that yeah, she the the idea that you know she can see the dead, and you know she's just sort of like made it secondary. It's no longer an issue for her, but she doesn't necessarily want to be you know a medium. Uh, where we enter the other the other character who has recently lost a daughter, he wants to contact her beyond the grave, and I think she just feels bad for him. But yeah, because she's going out of her way to not do that. She does not right. want to be in the supernatural arts because her dad kind of forced her into it, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that's right, which you never hear of. <laughs> and she she sees her dad get killed because yeah. she kind of screws up work working with him <laughs> right, then he's right, trying right. to channel this poor dog that's been sucked into a puddle or a, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> a pothole <laughs> he's trying to channel the dog for this woman who's got the so leash like, stuck into the pothole but because his daughter kind of screws up the incantation he becomes half pothole <laughs> <laughs> it's so and half poodle uh, absurd to the max, which makes sense because Will Forte is our Will main Forte villain in it. I had no is... idea about this movie or him in it. And it's such a Will Forte character, you know? It's like they had to have written this role for him and then just been like, please, you got to be in our movie. We wrote it for you. And then he probably read the script, loved it. And that's probably how it happened. For sure. I mean, if we're honest, the the plot itself is a little redundant, but because it's comedy, I don't think it really matters that much. She she then enlists the help of this guy whose wife has passed, mm-hmm. and now his daughter has been possessed by Will Forte because she's supposedly a virgin, <laughs> and he's he's trying to get in good with the devil, um, so that he can write another uh, pop song. He's a one hit wonder right, guy. Named a... Christian Winters. <laughs> But what's also great about him is his counterpart, Claudia O'Doherty, who you might remember as Birdie from Love. She's this really funny Australian actor. She's now um, the wife of the main pirate in This Flag Means Death. I haven't started that yet. Yes, she's she's not in it as much. I've only seen the first two episodes, not in it as much as I wanted to be, but she's great. And she's great in this one, too. And her what happens to her is unexpected. That caught me off guard. I don't know if you can remember how she uh, bites it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
She's ordering Chinese. She was distracting him from his <laughs> seance. Though. Throat. Yeah, two really great um, movies that may lean more towards comedies, but definitely have horror elements. So if you haven't seen those, check them out. Definitely. Those are uh, those are movies that yeah you can rewatch over and Top over. Notch. I've been dying to say hoity toity the whole cast, and <laughs> I had to put it off to the end because I didn't want to scare away people at the beginning. That's a good point. But when I visited point. Ireland, I was under strict guidance not to say hoity toity to everyone. But it is so fun in these <laughs> Irish movies <laughs> hearing the language, you know. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. It, it has its own vibe. Irish horror, I hope, continues to persist. Uh, yeah, and there are movies. a number of other movies we're not mentioning right now that, you know, because we're trying to keep this to an hour, but um, The Lodgers uh, is an interesting, more of a gothic, like, ghost story. Um, I uh, man, the yeah. Citadel is supposed to be really good. Haven't seen it yet, but that's yeah, the one that yeah. kept popping up uh, in people's Red lives. Mist kept popping up. Definitely need to do more. Um, well, you know what? There's more for next year. That's exactly right. There's yeah. definitely plenty enough that we can give it another go and, and another yeah. year. No. So just be responsible out there, everybody. <laughs> Grabbers aren't after yeah. you. You don't need to. You don't need to stay drunk the whole time. And if you know what's good for you, there's this really great St. Patty's themed zombie short. I remember being. <laughs> That's right. Called the Green Death. That? There it is. The <laughs> a Green Sea Monsters Death. production at that. That's right. Um, I try to I try to post that every year, so um, nice. maybe I'll retweet it from all the horrible things. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's, uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We've another fun concept. Moments. Yeah, you can hear fun me concept. Scream. You'll love that. Yeah. All right, people, stay alive. <laughs>